Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. We serve a great God. Oh, acclame, acclame. Put your hands together for the Lord. This is unto God. Do it better. Acclame. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. The psalmist says that I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And in the house of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. Whatever the reason is for you coming here, God is here to meet you at the point of your need. Amen. You just release yourself. Don't be stiff before God. Because he's the one that said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He said he will never abandon us. He's with us even to the end of the years. Just lift up your hands and begin to bless the Lord for his love. 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 You alone are worthy to be lifted up. Just lift up your voice and magnify the Lord. Magnify the Lord, magnify the Lord, magnify the Lord. Oh yes, Lord, we thank you. Just lift up your voice, magnify him. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the I am that I am. Jehovah Elohim is his name. Father, we bless your name. We glorify you, Lord. We glorify you, oh God. We thank you, Lord. We give you honor, Lord. Great are you, Lord. You are a great God. Great are you, Lord. You are a great, great, great Father. Great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. He said, if you lift me up, I'll draw all men to myself. Great are you, Lord. Are you, Lord. You are a great God. Great are you, Lord. You are a great, great are you, Lord. Great are you. Lift him higher this morning. Great are you, Lord. Great. One more time, one more time, great are you, Lord. 
Heavenly Father, we say you are great. You are great above all things. For from you are all things. And to you are all things. And so we give you the praise and we give you the honor. This morning we come before you, Lord. We ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of your word. May the eyes of understanding be enlightened as we behold wondrous things out of your law. We bless your holy name. We magnify your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have your seat before God. Have your seat before God. We thank the Lord so much for everything that he's doing. I believe as we were told, about 30 of our children are in our Lexington branch. And some of the Sunday school teachers are also there. Hallelujah. Oh, it's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. Oh, have I done something wrong? That you are clapping like that. Put your hands together. Better for the Lord. Better for the Lord. You can do better for the Lord. Amen. Don't wonder if I can preach. Because by the grace of God, I can preach. So put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm very excited once again. We're going to continue our series on reasons why you must become a soul winner. Hallelujah. Soul winning is the heartbeat of Christ. Hallelujah. And Bible tells us that God gave us that great commandment. And as we saw our film stars, they were trying to tell us how important it is. Amen. Is the kingdom of God really advancing? Or the kingdom of God is experiencing shifting cultivation? That day in and day out, all you see is people move from one church to the other. They just move. They are just shifted from one place to the other. But the kingdom of God is not really experiencing the growth where there is real salvation. Lives have been changed. Life has been transformed. And last time we were thinking about where do dead people go? The question is all the people who are dead, the people who are past and gone, where did they go? Where is my, my grandfather who died so many years ago? Where is he? Where do dead people go? Where do dead people go? If there is no hope for man, the man's life is worthless. I always say that if a chicken dies, right? A chicken has value, you know. When a chicken dies, they end up on your plate and it becomes yum, 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 yum. You like chewing chicken. If any animal that is edible dies, it ends up on your plate. And some of you, you don't spare it. Even to the marrow of the bone, you make sure that you see what is there. Hallelujah. You don't joke with it. Amen. But what happens when a person dies? What happens to this body when he dies? Man is a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. When a person dies, your spirit and your soul depart from your body. And your spirit and your soul is what will face the judgment. Which means that someday we shall all appear before the judgment throne of God. And the books will be open. And Bible says that the one whose name is not found in the book will be cast into the lake of fire. Will your name be in that book? Right now you don't hear these messages in churches anymore. But the Lord Jesus is coming back soon. He's coming back quickly. 
And he said that he's coming back with his reward in his hands. And when he comes, the question will be that I saved you so that you can help others to be saved. What did you do with that salvation? Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, put it up. He said, for we know that it's by grace we are saved. It is not of works, lest any man should boast. We are saved by grace. Your good works will not earn you a place in heaven. Your beauty will not earn you a place in heaven. The size of your hips will not earn you a place in heaven. Your eloquence will not earn you a place in heaven. He said, it is by grace we are saved and not of works, lest not any man will boast. Do you see that in your Bible? Keep on going. It is not of your works. That is why it does not matter what you do. Say, oh me pastor, I don't drink. Forget about the drinking. I don't commit fornication. Forget about the fornication. Because when you encounter Christ, all those things will change. You are still drinking and fornicating and doing all sorts of things because you are not saved. We are sinning. We are doing all the things that we are doing because we have not encountered Christ. Because if any man is in Christ, Bible says that you are a new creation. All things are passed away and behold, all things have become new. Because the blood of Jesus is thicker to wipe away our sins. I'm talking about reasons why we must become soul winners. Then it continues. Look at the, the verse 10. It says that for we are his workmanship. The reason why he gave his grace to save us. So that you become a tool in the hands of God. Patrick, you become a tool in the hands of God. He said we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. There's some good works that God has for us. That is, those are the good works we are talking about. What are we doing with our life? He saved us so that through us, others will be saved. He saved us so that our family will be saved. He saved us so our children will be saved. Why is it that we are not saying? Why is it that we are not speaking? Why is it that men are not hearing about Jesus Christ? Are you still here or you have gone home? When all is said and done, I gave you a voice. What did you do with it? I gave you intelligence. What did you do with it? I gave you beauty. What did you do with it? Anything about you that attracts people, use it as the thing that you would use to bring people to Christ. The guy sees you, he says, hello baby, you look nice. He says, I find eh? Yeah, but accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal. They will accept Christ because they are interested in you and bring them to church. And then they will come and encounter God really and they realize that as I came to church for the wrong reason. Can I have an amen? If you are sitting here with the wrong reason, Jesus Christ is here to save you. Amen. One brother shared his testimony. He said that he followed a girl. A girl was, you know, witnessing, witnessing in the first love church. At a point in, in, in time, he, his mind was to floor the girl. You know what is flooring? To blow the girl. Flooring is blowing. So that was the mind. So this girl will come to, you know, come and witness. Then every time, mind is blow, 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 blow. Then one day, he said, you know what? Let me just accompany her to church. And they went to the first love center. And when they got there, our prophet began to preach. He preached. And when he did the altar call, look who has changed their mind from blowing to I surrender all to you. Hallelujah. Because there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the house of God. So no matter what is troubling you, as you have come to the house of God, there is power enough to set you free. 
Are you still here? So we looked at reasons why you must be a soul winner. And we said that the number one reason is that you must be a soul winner because that is the great commandment. That was Jesus Christ's last words. Somebody's last words are important. If you happen to be the final person that was there, when a, a, a person was dying and they whisper something into your ears, everybody wants to hear what you heard because somebody's last words are important. But before our Savior left, he told his disciples, he gave them something. He said, this is the great commission. Go and preach the gospel. Everybody got to go. Matthew chapter 28 from verse 18. He said, all power has been given to me. Both in earth and in heaven. And then he said, the word, go ye therefore and preach the gospel to all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. He said, teaching them to observe whatsoever thing I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you even to the end of the age. Church, I want to submit to you. He said, all power has been given to me. All power has been given to me. And after he said all power, go back to verse 18. Quickly, 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 quickly. Quickly. He said, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and on the earth. It means that every power that there is, the power has been given to him. What was the power for? The power was for us to go. Show me a church that goes out on evangelism. A church that goes out on outrage. And I will show you the power of God. Show me an individual who is interested in souls. And I will show you the power of God. The church is losing power because the church is not going. All power has been given to me. Both in earth and in heaven. And he said that word. Go ye therefore. Verse 19. Quickly. He said go ye therefore and teach all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. The power to heal. The power to fix your marriage. The power to change your children. The power to help your finances. The power to cause you to be strong. The power to energize you. That power has been given to us. That's why the film stars they were showing me. It says, since I started winning souls, my marriage has been different. If you knew that type of wife before today, you would have seen that that wife is more than Chuck Norris and Rambo mixed. Are you still here? Did you see that? He said go. So the power that God released unto us is the power to go. That is why if we are not going, our lives are withering. A believer who does not win souls, a believer who does not share his faith, you are dying slowly. I will say it. It's not enough to just to come to church and to go. Yesterday we went back to the south side and we were witnessing to people. It was raining. The rain, it was raining. And then we went out there. God being so good, people began to open their houses to us. I came back home with a, a Quran and a prayer cloth. Because we witnessed to some three guys. They were Muslims. And as they were talking, he kept on going back and forth. Just explained to them, man, it's a spirit. We have a soul. You live in a body. Hallelujah. He kept on explaining. Ask me questions from the Quran. I don't know where the grace came from, but I was answering questions from that book. Explaining to them what's the, the book which I have not read. And he offered me one and I took it and also offered him Christ. Prayed the sinner prayer with them. And then gave them a book. 
Hallelujah. But do not be deceived. I said, do not be deceived. God is counting on us to go. God is counting on us to go. People are willing to give their life to Christ because there is vacuum in man that only God can fill. But the church is just sitting down and warming the pews. The power you need for your life to change and your marriage to be changed has been given to us to go. To go. If only you go, there will be a change in your life. Can I have an amen? Oh, but pastor, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Don't be afraid. Look in your Bible clearly. Go there. It's a next verse. Give me the next verse, please. Quickly say that. Teaching them all to observe what? All things whatsoever I have commanded you. It says, lo, I am with you. Pay attention to the word always. We always say always. Okay. Always. Always means that all the way. Wherever you go, all the way, he is with you. Always. Whether always or always, if it is always, he is with you to the end. If it's always, he's with you. When you go to the south side, he's with you. When people begin to ask you questions, that will beat your imagination. He said, I am with you always. He said, don't be worried. When you get there, I will tell you what to say. The power to be able to convince people. To convince hardcore people who don't believe in God to pray the sinner's prayer. He said, I will be with you all the way. I will be with you all the way. Are you with me, somebody? We ended up in another guy's house. When we entered there, he was also a Muslim. Very learned guy. Very intelligent guy. And as we were talking, Abu didn't come there to come and fight. He just shared the gospel with him. He said, I have come with a message. He also had a message. Then the Lord dro dropped in my spirit. I asked him a question. If I tell you I'm going to give you a car, Brother Lacey, a car of your choice on Bill Gates' budget, not your budget, not your wife's budget, it is the car that you buy. Cost is not a, a important. What will be the car you buy? A phantom. Okay. Put your hands together for a phantom. It's a choice. So Muhammad is a prophet. Jesus Christ is a prophet. But yet, the Quran mentions, the guy actually told us, after we finished the conversation, he told us that the Quran specifically says that you cannot be a good Muslim until you follow Jesus Christ. That was the most fulfilling thing that I heard. And we were all there. A learned person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are, are you still here? Yes. That is what he said. And after that, we said, Jesus Christ is the way. He said, I know at some point in time, for me to become a good Muslim, I must follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. So it's like there are so many details, but at the end of the day, there is only one door. When you get up from here, and then you get up from here, and I get up from here, we are all going to exit that one door. And they believe that the way to the kingdom is Jesus Christ. But some of the struggles is that the Bible says that women should cover their hair when they come to the church. When you stand on the holy ground, you should not wear shoes. Those are minor, minor things that disturb them. That's why you should not hate a, a brother like that. Tell them the truth. The truth shall set people free. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. 
The power of God. It has been given to us to go. If you go, you will experience the power of God. If you go, your marriage will be fixed. If you go, your lost children will come back up. If you go, your job, you will get a promotion. Whatever is fashioned against you, the power is to go. There were a lot of French people who were sharing the French. There were a lot of people wanting to hear the gospel, but they could only speak French. There are many out there. The power. He said, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So the reason why we must become soul winners, who is a soul winner? Somebody who tells somebody about Jesus Christ and bring a, 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 a somebody who is not saved to be saved. And it's the work for all of us. You saw in Ephesians, the reason why God saved us, he said, by grace you are saved, is that you become a tool in his hands. But we are refusing to become that tool. May the Lord help us. Are you still here? The second reason why you must become a soul winner. You must be a soul winner because we are called to this great work, which I mentioned. We are his workmanship. Great work. Great work. Let me tell you, there are going to be two types of judgments. There are going to be two types of judgments. Everybody is going to appear before God. Be appear before the judgment throne of God. Before that, there is the white throne judgment. The white throne judgment is the place where it will be decided. Those who are goats and those who are sheep. Sinners and those who gave their life to Christ. At the white throne is where they determine who is going where. Can I have an amen? But after the white throne judgment, there is also the judgment at the judgment seat of God. That seat. It's where they determine the works that you did for the Lord. Because I saved you to become a tool in my hand. Oh, I'm a born again Christian. Tongue speaking, born again. I can worship. What have you done with God saving you? Why did you save me? That I will become a soul set free. Why did you save me? That I will lead other people to the saving knowledge of Christ. It is all of us. It's not only for the pastor. Tell somebody, you don't need to know the Bible to tell somebody, since I gave my life to Christ, I have been changed. I told one guy, me, I've smoked before. So what you are smoking is not even anything. We smoke purple leaves. Try purple leaves, you go crazy. Samson, I tried it before. But still, I'm a pastor. The only thing I couldn't do, I couldn't handle alcohol. The first day I tested alcohol, I had instantaneous diarrhea. As soon as he entered, he came out from the back gate. Twice. The next time I hallucinated all night, the guy who gave it to me said that, you bro, you don't need to taste alcohol again. The most I drink is communion. And right now, we even use grape juice. Are you still here? It doesn't mean that if you drank, God will not accept you. You are drunk, drunkard, God will not accept you. His blood was shed for all. You just tell them. Tell them, tell them, even if they don't believe it, tell them. Because the day is coming, you will appear before God. It's getting a little hot here. Revelation chapter 20, verse 11. Quickly, Revelation chapter 20, verse 11. Look at this. And I'm going to move on. Revelation chapter 11, verse 11. I saw a great white throne. That is the white throne judgment. And him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven what fled away when they opened the book 
As you are standing before the white throne judgment, you know if you are going to heaven or you are going to hell. You know it. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? It says, from whose face the earth, what? And, and the heavens, they fled away. And there was found no place for them. May it be that on that judgment day, you will find a place. Next verse, quickly. Next verse, quickly. Verse, verse, verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. Whether you die before the judgment or you are still alive before the judgment. Bible says that the dead in Christ will rise up first. The, the sea will release the dead. People who died in the sea, they will be released. People who died in plane, cra uh, uh, plane crash, maybe you were bent to ashes. The plane will spit you out to face that judgment. You will come forth. Are you still here? He said what? And the books were open. And another book was open. It's not only one book. When you become saved, your name is written in the book of life. But there are other books. I said the other books. If I'm reading my own storybook, that would be different. But we are reading the Bible. And say that the books were, were open. Which is the book of life. Thank God that your name is in the book of life. And he says, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the book according to their works. As you live your life, God is writing notes about you in the book. Notes are being written about you in the book. But no matter what you have done, I heard a story about one guy who did a lot of bad things. God called him to do something. He was doing a lot of bad things. And then at a point in time, he was with God. Then he fell off God. At that point, when he opened the book, the time that he was not with the Lord, multiple things. At the point in time, the thing became blank. And then when he came back, he did not lose his salvation. He just left the things of God. When he left the things of God, nothing was written. Multiple pages. Then when he came back to the Lord, the Lord continued to write. The book of life will be open. Will your name be in the book of life? Ask the person sitting by you, will your name be in the book of life? How do I get my name in the book of life? If a man believes in his heart, the Lord Jesus, and confess with his mouth, Bible says that you'll be saved. It's your name in the book of life. That book that was written. He said, every works that you have done, there is no place you can hide from his presence. Psalm 139. There is no place you can hide. You cannot go anywhere from the Lord. Because Bible says that even before you were formed in your mother's womb, he was there with you. Are you still here? Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9 to 10. Quickly, 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 quickly. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9 to 10. Wherefore we labored that whether be present or absent, we may be what? Accepted of him. Next verse. Quickly. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. That everyone may receive the things done in his body according to what he had what, done, whether it be good or bad. Nobody will escape the judgment seat. You will not escape the white throne judgment. You will not escape it. Nobody will escape that. And after the white throne judgment, people have been separated. The people on the left, let me face so I don't point the left. People on the left, they go into the lake of fire. Some people on the right, they go into the throne. Then after we have, now that you are saved, then the other books will be opened. The books, we call it the books of works. Then you appear before, then 
the judgments we are still seeing from God. They didn't open the books. Brother, what did you do with your French? Because you speak French, I don't speak French. So if somebody needs to be saved and it's only by French, that judgment I will not be asked. You, you, bro, do you speak French? Uh, you are exempted. It ends here. The judgment ends here. The two of you, you are in trouble. Those are the works. Revelations 14, 13. Revelations 14, 13, quickly. Are we getting something from the word of God? He said, and I heard a voice from where? The same place we are all trying to go to. I hope all of us here, your intention is to go to heaven. Is there anybody here who doesn't have that intention? We have to pray for you now, quickly, quickly, quickly. Because our intention, me, I want to go there. You too, you want to go there. So we should help ourselves to get there. You should not hold my leg down as I am going like, like presidents do. When somebody else is a president, everything that they do is bad until they come. And they, they also hold their legs that everything you do is bad. So nobody's making progress. But I beg you, in the church of God, push me up. And when I get higher, I will bring you up. Tell somebody sitting by you, push me up. And when I get higher, I will bring you up. Hey! You cannot pull somebody down. Push me up. Push me to be a better preacher. Push me to do the work of God. And when I get up there and I preach, your life will change. Your children will change. Your family will change. Your finances will change. Because the Bible says in Isaiah 44 that God honors the predictions of his servant. If I be a man of God and God is with me, I say a thing about your life and it shall come to pass. Push me up. Tell somebody, push the pastor up. It means pray for me. Yeah. When I say push me up, a lot of you have started thinking about finances. It's worthless. Intercede. Pastor Lord. Strength. Push me up. Intercede for me. Because the Bible says that strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. If I'm stricken, you will scatter. And when you scatter, you become an easy prey for the devil. Look. He said, I heard a voice saying unto me, Write, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. From henceforth, when you die in the Lord, you are blessed. God is happy. That's when a Christian dies. So, they are in a better place. They are, they are crying for you. Because when they saw the, the, the nice guy coming and then you turn your head and you look at the guy and say, ah, we should pray for her before she falls. Because you like to see six pack and big biceps. So when you see some, there are some young men too, they like following to whom to, to whom for. Big butts, that's what you follow. Heaven is praying for you that you don't fall. And you too, the ladies, when you wear long dresses and cover the to whom to, to whom for. Because you are disturbing some young men. Am I? They are disturbing the young men. 
Let me tell you, one time one brother came and said that when we see the ladies dancing, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, I can't stand it. You are, you are causing somebody not to come to church. Is that truth? I shouldn't say it. I will say it. Yeah. You dress to come to church to kill. You want the guy to recognize you. And when you come, we don't see you. When we get home, oh, that lady was wearing blue. There are so many blues in my eyes. I didn't even recognize it. Are you still here? It said, blessed are they who die in the Lord. From henceforth. It means that from this time on, they would what? Say it the spirit. That what? They may rest from their labors. And their works will follow them. You don't go and do any work in heaven, no. Say, hey, mister, he died. We thank God he has died. He's gone to heaven to continue the work. There is no continuation of any work. That is why when a person dies, they write on the tomb, rest in peace. If there are works to be done, we do it here on earth. If there are works to be done, that is why I say we are his workmanship, created unto good works. The good works are supposed to be done here on earth. That is why you must be a soul winner. Because when you die and you did nothing for the Lord and you appear before him, when they open the books, your name will not be in the book. Even though you made it to heaven, you'll be very far from the throne. See, as, as we are standing here at the pulpit, if you are sitting back there, you are far from the throne. It doesn't mean that you are sitting back. All shares are sitting there. Somebody said, oh. But you are very far from the throne. So in heaven, people will have mansions. But you will have a chicken coop. You made it to heaven. It is the truth. Your works will follow you. Look at that. He said, thy works will follow you. Bible says that he that winneth a soul is wise. I tell you, as we are talking to people and they bring the questions up, as they bring the questions up, I don't know where. I mean, the church members will be standing there and standing behind me. My brother, he'll be standing there and he'll be watching me. I don't know where it comes from. But the wisdom of God, it just drops in my spirit to give the right answer. And then when I give the answer, they just stand there and they look at me. They say, what you said makes sense. Maybe the thing that I said did not make sense to myself. But he that win a soul is wise. And the power is to go. And when you go, the power of God. It says the spirit that quickeneth. You can be a soul winner. You can be a soul winner. Tell people about Christ. Tell them. Except a man be born again. We are all trying to go to that place. Don't allow your family members to go to hell. Bring them along. The third reason why you must be a soul winner is that you must be a soul winner because what? You are created to carry out the good works. I said that. What was number two? You must be a soul winner because we are called to the great work. Number three is what? We are being what? Created to carry out the good works of soul winning. Number four. I mean, these are all messages I've preached already. We are moving on. Number four, you must be a soul winner because winning souls give what? Joy and energizes Christians. You want to feel that you have strength. Be a soul winner. You saw how 
They were saying that since my wife began to witness, it's like she, she has strength. Because God will strengthen you. God will strengthen you. So winning is the heartbeat of God. That is what tickles God. It tickles God. Anyone who is a soul winner, God loves you so much. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 10, verse 1 to 3, it talks about where the Lord Jesus sent them out, called the 70 and sent them out in twos. Look at verse 17. They say that, and they returned. And when they returned, they were excited. They said that even the demons responded to the name. They returned with what? Joy. When you go and you win a soul and you come back, there is joy. There's so much joy. There's so much joy. Hey, so much joy. We waste our time just fighting each other. We'll get there. Are you still here? I pray that the Lord will help us. Join us Saturday, 4 p.m. to go and win souls. We have, we, have, we have so many people here who by just since they, our brother John is here, came from soul winning. We have our brother Patrick. Patrick waved. Our brother Patrick is here. Our brother Destiny is here from soul winning. And our brother Baba himself is here. All from soul winning. Baba is from Haiti. The Haitians. Baba is from Haiti. You are from Haiti too. Yeah, Nabule. Nabule. Amen. And then you are from Congo. Yeah, Congo right there. And you are also from where? Uganda. I tell you. Go and they will come. They need, people need Christ. People need Christ. People need Christ. That your message can make a change. I mean, it takes God for them to get up, shower themselves, sit in their car and drive into the presence of the Lord. One of these days they will share their testimonies. But all you think about is your hairdo and your mascara and your pedicure and your medicure. And then your shoe kill, like your, so you can walk. The Lord help us. And Brazilian hair. Number five. You must be a soul winner because soul winning is the heartbeat of God. And I've said that. In Luke chapter 19, verse 10, let's start from verse 7. Luke chapter 19 from the verse 7. It said, and when they saw it, they murmured saying. You see, murmuring, when somebody is murmuring, they are saying something which is bad, but undertone. When you hear something, they are not able to speak loud because they know what they are saying is not right. If what is you are saying is right, open your mouth and say it. Actually, raise your hands and say that I have something to say. So memory. He said the people were memoring. Why were they memoring? Because they said Jesus Christ has gone to the house of a thief or a sinner. You, you call the person a sinner. Sometimes when you see guys, you know, there's some guys, when they are walking, it's like, they, you know, their, their pants is falling off. I wonder. Their pants is falling off. It's like, you can see their boxer shorts and they have to walk like this because when they, they walk straight, their pants will fall to the ground. Don't discriminate. Tell them about Jesus. Because it doesn't matter. 
Christ died for all. That you see people and you condemn them. John 3, 17. He said, for I did not come to condemn the world. Christ did not come to condemn the world. But he came that we might be saved through him. The reason why he came is that they might be saved through him. Now look at it. The people were murmuring. Go back. Look. Give us that verse. So he said that they all murmured saying that he has gone to be a guest with what? A man who is a sinner. Go to the next verse. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I will give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I will restore him fourfold. The people were murmuring because Jesus Christ came to the house of a sinner. Somebody they call a sinner. But guess what? They miss the point. In the verse 10, Jesus Christ says that the only reason why I am here is to I came to seek and to save that which is lost. A person's entire life, a person's entire purpose is that all men will come to the saving knowledge of Christ. It's something worth putting your energy into. And Jesus Christ's whole life, look at it. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which is lost. And when we are seeking more money, Seek the lost and the money will come. Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things. Seek about the soul. Begin to win the soul. And I, I challenge you, you begin to see how much God is going to flourish your life. Only five people are receiving that blessing. Are you still here? Jesus Christ came to seek the lost. That is why you must be a soul winner. He must be a soul winner. His whole heart, his whole purpose in Matthew chapter 9, from verse 36, the Bible says that when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them because they were a sheep that were going astray, that had no shepherd. And he called his disciples, come, come, come. They say the harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye to the God of the harvest. He could have said, I'm going to save the whole world. But he said, pray ye to the God of the harvest. He was talking to the 12 disciples. Why did he not empower them to go? Because the work of soul winning cannot be done by few. Pray ye to the God of the harvest. That he may send forth more laborers into the harvest field. You are a laborer created in Christ Jesus unto good work. For Christ came to seek to save the lost. That is the heartbeat of Christ. Are you still here? Number seven, you must, number six, you must be a soul winner because soul winning prevents church split. Because you are not a soul winner, intina. You know what is intina? What does intina mean? That is why. <laughs> that is why you can sit down and criticize. You are not doing anything in the church. You, you can't sing. When somebody is singing, he said, why is it that when they are singing, they do <laughs> Have you sung a song before? Yeah. I tell you, when you don't have anything to do, that is when you become a critic. That you have time. A lot of times, when it is your turn to do that same thing, then you, you turn. There was one, I heard a story about this 
woman, a, a, a little woman. Uh-huh. Then the time came for her to deliver. And when they got to the bush, she said, call my mom, call my mom. Mommy, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry for what I've done. At that point, she realized that my mom, she's my hero. Because it's until it gets to your turn that you truly see that what people are doing, they are doing well. So women will prevent judgment. When you begin to be involved in the things that move the heart of God, God begins to hold you in high esteem. Are you still here? I'm finishing. Number seven. It's 120 reasons all. You must be a soul winner because soul winning generates divine support and protection. That's why you need it. Some of you sitting here, you have talisman on your waist. You have some things you believe in that you, you have to call. You have your private prophet. You have voodoo and some chaka chaka under your bed. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You can't say that you believe in God and do chaka chaka. Whatever chaka chaka is, it's a word. It means something that is not spiritual. Yeah. You just come to church to come and satisfy the fact that I have come. But when you leave here, you have other things. Let me tell you, the power that is in God is greater than all powers. If you need healing, he is here. If you need protection, you are here. But let me tell you, one of the greatest source of protections is that Bible says that when one person comes to the saving knowledge of Christ, there is great rejoicing in heaven. Angels are moved to your situation. Hallelujah. Angels are moved. Luke chapter 15 from verse 7. Put it up for us. He said, I say unto you that likewise joy there will be joy in heaven over one sinner that repented more than over 99 just persons who what need no repentance. There will be joy. Angels become excited. When somebody prayed the sinner prayer, heaven not, will notice you because the whole heaven acknowledges what has been done. There's great rejoicing in heaven. That's why no weapon fashioned against us shall prosper. It is linked to this one. That is why anything that the enemy does, you wonder. You wonder. The same stomach ache that killed somebody, that sto- same stomach ache. You, you just had some one or two frequent stools and you were okay. The same food poison that killed somebody, you, nothing happened to you. It is not because by your soul winning, God has exempted your life. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a good secret. Are you still here? Verse 10 says that, likewise I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God. Over one sinner that repented. There is joy. Listen, if you make somebody happy, they help you out. Yeah. A wife that makes a husband happy, husband helps them out. A husband who makes a wife happy, wife helps you out. Is that not a young couple? Is that not how the thing is? Yeah. He smiled to it, so I had to mention his name. Because he's agreeing. Are you still here? 
there is great rejoicing in the presence of angels. May it be that every day angels get excited about your life because you have moved the heart of God. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? amen. Soul winning is the work of all. It's not for the pastor. That's why the church must rise up. You can, you can, you can note that once you be you get involved in this exercise, you see that there will be joy. So much joy that it will beat your mind. Somebody rise up to your feet. Oh, clap. If you want to clap, clap. What a God that we serve. Begin to talk to the Lord. Tell him to make you a soul winner. Make you a soul winner. Imando, Hataya, pray that God will give you strength. Lift up your hands and talk to him. Talk to him, talk to him, talk to him. Rabanda lama shabanda, hatatarabalaba. Robo sabanda lama kai katandalaba. Ramanda lama mashandala mama, changalama yandala. Oh, Rabaka sweat, alema handolo, boshendele belebebebe. Rekamanda lama shabandolo, boshebelebebebebebebebebebe. Talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord, tell the Lord, the Lord, I give you my heart, Lord. I want to be a soul winner. Deliver me, O God, from all the challenges. Sometimes the enemy brings challenges, but we have seen that we must all appear before the judgment seat of God. And God has saved us by grace that we will be, become people that would also be soul winners. The many shall come to the saving knowledge of Christ. Lift up your voice and say, Savior, 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 hear, hear my heart, oh cry, while on born again you will not see the kingdom of heaven father thank you for your word 
Thank you for your word. You sent forth your word to heal us. You sent forth your word to save us. We thank you for your word that has come forth. We ask you, O oh God, let the power of the word change our lives. Oh, hear my humble cry. If you are here and you don't know the Lord as your Savior, in actual fact, if you die right now, you don't know where you are going. And you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. For everyone shall appear before the judgment throne of God. If you are here, you need Jesus in your life. You want to say, that I want to be born again. I want to know this Jesus that you are talking about. You want to know Jesus. I want you to lift your right hand above your head. You need Jesus in your life. I see your hand right there. Thank you. Just lift it high. I see your hand right there. God bless you. You need Jesus. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Lift that right hand above your head. You need Jesus. I want you to way high, way high, way high. Way high. Higher than I need to see that. You need Jesus in your life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You need Jesus. You need Jesus. You need Jesus. If you should die right now, you don't know where you are going. And you need Jesus in your life. Lift that right hand above your head. Sister, oh lift my. that hand boldly. Oh Don't be ashamed. Lift that right hand. I want to see that hand. Wave at me. If your hand is lifted up, wave, wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If your hand is lifted up, I want you to come to me right now. Just come to me right now. Come to me right now. Your hand is lifted up. Just come to me right now. Come to me right now. Come to me right now. I surrender all. I surrender all. I surrender. Every eyes closed, every eyes are closed. Oh, you can just stay here. Just face me. You can face me. Whatever you want to do is fine. Oh, This is the final call. When you go to the airport and a plane is about to take off, a plane is about to take off, you hear that this is the final call. The plane is about to take off. You need Jesus in your life. You need to be a born again Christian. When you walk out of here and you are not saved, you don't know what can happen to you. But you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. Lift that right hand above your heart. Just come. Just leave your seat right now. You hear God talking to you. Maybe you have been a Christian before. But you want to say that, I want to dedicate my life to Jesus. Leave your seat and come right now. Leave your seat and come right now. This is the final call. Just come to Jesus right now. Come to Jesus right now. Come to Jesus right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want you to close your eyes. Just close your eyes and pray this prayer with me. Pray this prayer with me and then the entire congregation, you can pray this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. I thank you for dying for me. I come to you as a sinner. Please wash me with your blood. I invite you into my heart 
to be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving me. Please write my name. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you for saving me. Heavenly Father, I lift up your daughters before you. Thank you, O oh God, for your word that says, if any man is in Christ, they are a new creation. All things are passed away and all things have become new. I pray that angels will be involved in their lives. I pray that the hand of God will rest upon them. I pray that you favor them, Lord, as young women. My God, deliver them from the plans of the enemy and cause them to walk the path that you have set for them from today. May angels strengthen them and help their life. In Jesus' name. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Bellrad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.